0: hello and welcome to another episode of talking balls and um, i am your host nate adams and joined as always um, with my lovely bearded co-hosts rob and mark how are you gents Grant, what's happening
1: guys very well matt you know another week of football another week of heartbreak so we're
0: good to go Yes. No. Tell me about it. And joined this week is your man from the other
2: podcast, Colin Cronin from the Irish NFL show. How are you, sir? And that's who sharing it all, lads. Delighted to be joining you to chat a little football.
0: Yes, love it, love it, love it.
2: Well, Colin, we, we'll just
0: want to know how the hell did you get into this?
2: This whole podcast, oh.
0: NFL, supporting the Broncos.
2: I I'm I'd say given the looking around at the three faces, I'm probably watching the sport uh, for longer than you guys have been on the, the planet. You're all very young. Oh,
0: I, I, you. started, I I started <laughs> uh, I, really
2: I, I I started watching this sport in 1989 um, when mm. they were showing it on RT2 and Miles Duncan was doing the commentary. And the highlights at that point were right. It was on a Monday night, but it was from the week previous. So you were watching eight day old highlights and there was a team. Yeah yeah that's a good face Neil because that's well, imagine trying to explain that to somebody in the internet age um, there was a team that, that played in these beautiful neon orange jerseys and royal blue and they had a number seven who was doing Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen things before those players existed and that was John Elway and I just fell in love with the sport and I was the weird kid down in Fermoy County Cork who was into the NFL and was watching it uh, but had no one to talk to about it so uh, that was, That's probably why I love talking about it now, because there are loads of people to talk to who are into it. But I've been watching it kind of ever since. And it, it's been an interesting journey, right? Because they showed it on um, on RT until kind of the mid-90s, right, more or less. And then it drops off completely. And you've got to try to follow it um via newspapers until such time as i get to college I actually get internet um and i can try to keep up with it there but it would be years before you know so i would be able...
0: back with it not
2: it oh it well, it, yeah,
0: on their, on their screens. yeah
2: that, and late late nights are coming in from college uh, from college to watch it um and now, obviously, like everything happens all the time, red zone. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been quite the, the journey with it. But that's essentially how I got into it. My first live um, American football experience was 1991 Fordham versus Holy Cross in the Wild Geese Classic in Limerick. Now, they bring the teams <laughs> over now for college football. And there's a whole lot of hoopla and it's beautiful. It's August, it's still nice weather. Um, Back then they brought teams over in mid-November down into the west coast and, and uh, it it was yeah it, i honestly i think the was probably the coldest i've ever been and fair to play to my mom for getting me tickets i think that and i went to a league cup final between cork city and drada in the old Lansdowne road years ago and uh, that was probably the second coldest i've been so yeah i go back a long way i suppose with the uh, sport was that
3: draw? lightning? Was it? Is that what their name was? Or am I making that up?
2: Oh, the the oh, yeah. I mean the the iterations of the different teams um, mm. who who've been around. Uh, I think Cork uh, Cork City Soccer is about probably the you know the maybe only the actually the the uh, football team in cork the american football team have probably a a longer history technically than some of the soccer teams because the soccer teams in cork have gone through so many different names and iterations over the years yeah so how did you get into the irish nfl show how did that how, how did that come about um so I I suppose, always interested in talking about the, the sport and talking in, in general, working in higher ed. So I've always kind of done videos, podcasts and stuff like that. So I worked with international students a lot and I would do videos uh, as a way of kind of helping them learn about Ireland before they came over. Um, So whether that was in Ireland or whether that was like the on campus, right? Because we respond to faces, we respond to people, we respond to stories. And so from there, I started doing a higher ed podcast that led into doing a podcast about the the Broncos. (laughs) were terrible. Um, we weren't just bad, we were boring, and I've all been interested in the, the wider side of things. So ultimately, um, the Irish NFL show comes about um, three three years ago. Yeah, it's uh, October of 2020 was when um, it kicked off back in the midst of, uh, of the first year of COVID, and... Um, yeah, the, like just the opportunity, just for me, it's about talking about the, the game and kind of any aspect of the game, um, yeah. because, again, I, I've kind of everything from going along to watch college to um, I was the external on the AFI board for a year back in, was that 2015? Um, so I've kind of always been involved in and around the, the sport. Um, yeah. But, yeah, podcasting for... On the Bronco, like on so the Broncos for the best part of a decade, I would say, Neil or thereabouts. Oh, I
0: didn't know you were on AFI port either. Yeah. You. Yeah, you there,
2: there there, there I'm, you
0: I'm, go. Most people probably wouldn't know that either, huh? No, I can't say that. Yeah. Because that was probably just before we formed the Jets then, because we probably wouldn't have knew about you because whenever you formed the Jets seven years ago, so it was probably 2016
2: yeah probably just, probably just at the end of uh the the year i was there yeah yeah mama.
0: so you're a big denver broncos fan Um i am how do you feel they're doing at the minute what is your thought process on the whole season at the
2: minute uh the broncos are well they're, they're uh i think they're, i think what's they're interesting in many ways right and i think people don't always realize the role that like the media plays and the broncos have some of the most friendly team media i would say in existence and i think they have had incredible hype over the last few years like think back to um before russell wilson was drafted and the talk was always oh the broncos are qb away qb away and the weapons they have and like who who would you take now? Like Jerry Judy is yet to to break out. Cortland Sutton looks a shell of the player that he was in twenty nineteen. Javante hasn't come back. I mean, amazing that he came back so quickly from the injury, but he doesn't look the same. Yeah. So look, um, I think this is a team that is a bit probably like the the Vikings in many respects. I, I think probably in purgatory. I, I think the um, there aren't enough weapons on the offense or on the the defense. I think we have you know probably the best cornerback in in the league, but ultimately cornerbacks aren't going to win you championships. I am again old enough to remember Champ Bailey, who was one of the best cornerbacks to have played the game in the NFL. Champ Bailey left ultimately without a ring, um, you know, because you're you're not an edge player, you're not a a, a quarterback, you yeah. need players at at the premium positions so that that's where the Broncos are are at for me kind of cotton purgatory a little bit at at the moment
0: well that's it whenever you said the the, the best cornerback you meant after sauce Gardner didn't you I was literally about (laughs) to
3: comment on that I knew that was coming (laughs) a mile away yeah you couldn't give it a minute
1: before you start talking about the Jets we're not I'm
0: just I'm not even going to try and bring up the Jets this time I think we should personally we're We're not going to
3: well Um, I said this before we started and this might give you a wee bit of a, well, a light at the end of the tunnel, Neil. So from uh, Patrick Mahomes started playing college football or NFL, only one QB ever has had more completions and yards, touchdown passes in the same game as him, which is Zach Wilson. We don't. Other night.
0: No, so, we're not going to get into exact type because, you know, I'll just be heartbroken again but next <laughs> week. So we'll not get into it just yet. Well, we'll give it a couple of games um
1: I, i've got a question for you okay as a broncos fan um mm-hmm. we were speaking to jason bell last week and we got his take on the um, the dolphins broncos game as a fan you know they came off a, a very close win this week um what was your thoughts about the loss last week
2: it was surreal watching it because the only time you'd ever seen 70 points was in madden right they i mean it, it to me it felt a little bit like and um again uh, you lads might be too young for this but i grew up with stories right about dixie dean and dixie dean scoring 60 goals in a season for Everton, and that seeming absolutely the most ridiculous thing imaginable until messi and ronaldo arrived and uh looking at the blank stairs dixie dean means nothing but it was essentially this was unreal until it happened. And it was similar with the Dolphins. It got to the point where you I, I was kind of, with the the fact they didn't kick the field goal, that essentially to me was you know, people called it, uh, you know, uh, being kind. No, that was a total power play. That was like, I could have put the record on you if I wanted to. But I despite, uh, I decided to spare you. Um, are, are you telling me that at every coach's meeting, he's not going to, lo- you know, look into his face? He's going to know that. That was complete alpha move by uh, Mike McDaniel. And what, w- what was fascinating was the Dolphins executed everything brilliantly in that game. They really did, but yeah. there wasn't anything like completely new. I know the the speed at which they operate is phenomenal, but it yeah. wasn't like they were running concepts that you know the Broncos should have been completely unfamiliar with. Um, it mm. was just a really, really poor uh, performance by the the Broncos, and. The, Do- the Dolphins obviously took advantage of every single error, but it, it just you eventually kind of became numb to it. It, it kind of just got ridiculous.
3: I have yes. to say, um, even this week, your E-man, uh, we'll say we man, he is quite a small player in the NFL. Uh, Aachen, from last week, he wanted well, to get four touchdowns against the Broncos, and he got two this week. He seems to be a real breakout player or rookie, anyway, to come out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, there was a Brilliant. stat. He got lucky up, last week because uh,
3: the guy who was playing had him on the bench and he got 40 points in, yes. in fantasy. So.
0: And there was a stat that came up that uh, since week three, A-G has had uh, six touchdowns and Kyle Pitts has had three since he was been drafted. Really? Yes. <laughs> and two of those were against the Jets when we were in London? Two of them were against the Jets when I was over <laughs> in London watching the Jets against the <laughs> Falcons. Yes, they were. Um, but, yeah, Um. what do you think it is, Colin? Do you think it's coaching? Do you th- what... Players just not
2: are going into a new system, haven't learned everything yet. For the Broncos, yeah. Oh, it's it's a number of different factors. It's um, I, firstly, it's it's a talent. The the talent yeah. isn't there. Like who beyond Pat Sertan, um, the cornerbacks just aren't good. Uh, Justin Simmons is a, a brilliant safety, but he has been injured, and Kareem Jackson is five years beyond his prime lads he yeah. had one good game against the the texans um which is going on almost four years ago now um he'll co- occasionally come up with a, a big hit very often those hits are late um but he gets caught in coverage all the time uh, the linebackers are are willing they'll try hard but ultimately they don't have the speed uh, that you really need to be an elite linebacker in the game and where's the pass rush the We saw it last week a little bit against the Bears, but Randy Gregory has been a really poor signing. Frank Clark, you know, there's a reason that he's no longer with the, the Chiefs um, and the the interior just hasn't got going. So and I would say the same. I mean, when you look at the O-line, McGlinchey it's enormous money for a guy who's who's decent in run blocking but ultimately in pass blocking he's not great the O line is a problem the tight ends are non-existent and and so the the broncos i think lack real explosiveness and real um speed i don't think there is an enormous amount of speed on that broncos roster on either side of the ball so to me Vance Joseph is an issue, absolutely. Um, But people, I suppose, get too caught up with the first half of last season where the Broncos' defense played really well. But there were signs after the Bradley Chubb trade that the Broncos' defense were getting tired, were declining. And I I just don't think there's been an injection of talent on that side of the ball or certainly not enough talent um, to, to keep up.
0: Yeah, it seems like they, they wasted a lot of money on the O-Line and the O-Line just isn't gentlemen at the moment, Try to protect yeah, Russell, and it's just not gentlemen at the moment.
1: They've now got their first win under the belt though, so there might be a bit of confidence heading uh, into the week five. The play it was the next worst get get team in the league at the moment. So. <laughs>
0: so, not all get ahead of ourselves, it was against the Chicago know. Bears yeah. who people Look, are...
1: Coming from a losing season myself, I know a dub's a dub, so I mean going into the week five <laughs> against the Jets, with a win under your belt, it's all good news.
3: When was the last time the Bears actually had a win? That's a, that a long it's, time ago, surely.
2: The, Bear, the Bears—they've lost fourteen on the bounce, which is the which is the worst dating back into last season. Uh, it's the longest losing streak in Bears history, and the Bears are uh, one of the most storied franchises admittedly a franchise that has really struggled to have a QB in their entire history um, but the Bears have been around a lofty long time so yeah. that is telling just how bad they've been
0: I just, you don't know but we'll move on to another we'll, we'll not break your heart too much talking about your beloved drunkards because you know, um, I know what it's like being a Jets fan having to talk about them but Giants want to hear about, more about the Giants what is happening with the Jants season
3: I'm such a fan I of think that it At the
0: I'm weekend, It scored another three. Aaron Waller not getting touches again. Basically, they can't play without Shaquan Barkley. It seems.
2: Well, look, I mean, to to me, that there was an enormous mistake in giving Daniel Jones the contract. I mean, ultimately, the this is what the franchise tag was made for, and. Um, don't go, I, I'm not a fan, in particular, of the the franchise tag in the way that it allows teams to. Um to kind of hold on to a player and not to allow them to move but ultimately this is what this is the exact situation it was created for right Gable comes in last year Daniel Jones is really last chance saloon he has an okay season right he's better than than prior but ultimately I I, you know my my tagline is that's akin to being taller than Daniel DeVito and (laughs) then you were waiting to see like there was all this hype again in the and it's amazing like you see the the way the NFL offseason plays out everyone talks themselves into stuff right and the Giants get some guys in and they've got some speed and oh now they have a guy who can take the top off and watch Danny Dimes go and they're they're going to open up the these holes in the O-line he'll be able to run Saquon will run They'll, they'll have more passing options no, they, I mean they should have given him franchise tag if they if there was nobody else out there. Fair enough, and then run it back for one more year and make your decision. Now you know ultimately you're stuck with him for not just this year but but next year. And I think again, I, to me, it's talent, lads. I I just think that's a, one one of the big issues. I don't think that the talent is there, and I think that teams have to sell tickets and they have their their team you know the amount of of coverage that nfl teams get for the most part they have to be somewhat positive um so everybody tells sells you on these you know everybody is gifted and everyone who comes in like there there are people coming off of the street into practice squads and there are there will be you know people out there that will try to tell you that yeah this is going to make the difference and yeah every so often you obviously you end up with somebody hitting um in in terms of an undrafted free agent in terms of a brock purdy but more often than not, it it doesn't work. I I, I, I don't think it's the coaching because we saw there there's some very very talented coaches. Um, but I, I think yes. the Dave Gettleman years were were not kind to the New York Giants and yes. the 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 draft this year has that good.
0: team at one point it seemed David Gettleman just seemed like he wanted to destroy that team at one one stage the way he was going.
2: It, isn't it isn't it amazing that like billion dollar multi-billion dollar league billion billion dollar franchise and if the giants were to sell in the morning what, what would the new york giants given the name they'd sell it for 10 billion and yeah. it's just run on it feels sometimes like lads flipping a coin trying to make a decision exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: like they'd say i said last year i was like like the Giants are doing well. Everybody was going on about how great the Giants were, how great they were doing. Brian balls the next friggin Bill Belichick, or whatever whatever great offensive coach there is. But I thought they were overrated. And I thought that without Shaquan Barkley, they were nothing. And it's sort of proven that now that they don't have him again because he, they, they franchise tag him, didn't they? So they're now like like so I'm, shows that they need him
2: he ended up signing the co- the one year one year deal as opposed to remaining on the the franchise tag mm-hmm. um which was interesting i i would say that yeah the, i mean look sometimes teams benefit from um you know a, a schedule that falls their way things yeah. were new i think there was a feel-good factor in new york last year uh, but i i think that you know in what's interesting to me you is you, i think you can make an argument that the Vikings are a better team with a much worse record this year um 100%. whereas the Giants i don't think are as, as good a, a team um but what what do you do if you're you're the Giants i think you're hoping probably to get as high a draft pick as you can you bring yeah. in a rookie and you sit him for maybe six games for daniel jones and then ultimately you're hoping you move off daniel jones the the year after that's that's the only way out of it like the league has become if you look around the league you either need to be really competitive you need uh, an elite qb or you need a qb on a rookie deal that allows you to then put the pieces around them um, and a gifted head coach so could afford like look at the 49ers starters like they're absolutely incredible um yes. but they wouldn't be able to afford them if Purdy wasn't on the rookie contract
0: yes he's like harry potter he's the harry potter of the um nfl he's the one that lives underneath the stairs on his wage in san francisco because <laughs> <laughs> he's what nine hundred thousand a year he's on
3: oh man, only for... the 900k i'm sure am sure he's love struggling God, love that man
0: <laughs> how does he live
3: <laughs> I, I would take 900k to be a QB for the 49ers. like if, 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 if they're <laughs> I, I want to
1: jump in before Robert. Now, Robert's a Seahawks fan, so he's going to jump in and tell him how well the defense done and everything this week. Yes. I didn't get to watch too much football this weekend, so I thought I'd bring stats for this game because the overview on it wasn't particularly fantastic. A 24 3 win, pretty good. So I thought I'd have a look into it. Now, the. The Seahawks only had a game, t- Our time of possession was 24 minutes for the entire game. They only made 13 first downs and the grand total of 281 yards for the entire game and still beat them 24-3. <laughs> That's
3: yep. pretty fucking good. Like.
0: And Rob, you wanted to mention the lovely defence, didn't you, mate?
3: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I think uh, this week that was the breakout game for uh, our rookie cornerback, uh, Witherspoon. Um you get two sacks, interception, I think, if I remember rightly, eight tackles. Um, the team overall got 11 sacks, so as you're saying, Colin, that, uh, that O-line at the Giants is it's like a chocolate teapot. What are they doing? <laughs> they literally yeah. can't protect the QB, and that's the number one rule in football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed watching it. I'm not going to lie, I watched it and then watched the highlights because
0: I enjoyed it that much. So <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right, 11 sacks <laughs> you know? allowed.
3: I'll
0: well, 11. 11. But, like, we're going from, we're going for, let's just go from, like, Daniel Jones, who got the contract and is now, we all didn't think Daniel Jones was all great, that great, to deserve that contract to move on to Joe Burrow, who got on the contract and is now doing the exact same thing as Daniel Jones and not winning very many games either.
2: Yeah, right. um, I get- well, ju- just uh, while, while we're on, ju- just very briefly, um, the, cause the Seahawks were able to bring in like Drew Locke, um, who only completed two of six passes. I mean, Drew Locke is amazing to me because if you watch the reaction on social media when Drew Locke comes in, people lose their minds. I have yeah. never ever and i'm watching the game um since 1989 Seen a qb get the hype that drew locked us for the 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 i've rarely seen a worse attitude as well an absolutely entitled frat boy uh, a guy who got away with lying uh, about the the reason the broncos had to play with no qbs remember that game um, where the Broncos yes. had to had to play. That was because Drew Locke took off his mask, lied about it to the NFL, they put their trackers around the the room. Um, to pretend that they were sitting in in different areas. They were all sitting together. They weren't wearing masks. And then they lied to the league about it. The league actually had the cameras and had the videotapes. And that's why John Elway rang and the the Broncos were saying, hey, the guys said they were masked and all this stuff in the league. Like, no, we have the footage, guys. You're going to have to play. Drew Locke was the ringleader. He was QB1 of, of that team. Initially, the Broncos media tried to lie about it cover it up say no they were wearing masks the footage came out and then the broncos media tried to blame it all on blake bortles so i guess i'm saying to fans of teams there's an awful lot more than what goes on uh that you see um but i for that reason and i was a big drew lock fan coming out of college but ultimately i saw it and there's a reason vic fangio cannot abide drew lock and that is ultimately it. He lied to his head coach, he lied to the team, and he ended up not playing, um, th- Them playing a game without a QB. And that, to me, is the antithesis of who you just mentioned, Neil, Joe Burrow, who is a, a guy who is generally super professional, who's trying to play through an injury, um, but clearly he, like, this is this to me again we're talking about a guy who they they've signed a contract and again i know they're the headline figure ignore the headline figure but ultimately they're going to pay the guy a guaranteed about 150 million right which is yeah. enormous money yeah. and you're putting him out there he can't move he can't put power in the ball we can all see it uh, it's it's crazy to me But you, it think tells that's you I maybe, why maybe the window. You think
0: that's why he's trying to go out and do that because he's just signed that contract yes yeah, like if he had a, a contract, you not know, think he would go. No one going to set out for a couple of games, but because he signed that contract, he's like, no one need to go out. Or I've, I've just yes, signed this I,
2: I think so, and I think what they put in there, and I think the fact. They were willing to make so many like the bengals were a team that was notoriously tight with money right they didn't spend on free agents they didn't spend on training facilities joe burrow comes in there and it changes everything um yeah. and and i think the contract that that he he signed does put enormous pressure on him and he feels it because he does take it personally this isn't a guy who uh, you know just comes in and um you know it, is a nine to five or that that's not him um but i i think he needs to be protected from himself um because he said that the window is open as long as he is in cincinnati um well if they don't help him then that will like we saw with andrew luck sometimes qbs can go out there to their own detriment yeah um I don't know when you need to go, comes So you should
0: give me a um, I can. Yeah,
2: I, I. Um, we're good. We're good uh, until around, well, another five minutes or or so, if that's okay, guys. Yeah, no yeah. worries. Um,
0: no, we want to talk more about the Bengals and just, just what's happening because surely they should be a Super Bowl winner, or not Super Bowl challenger what at the minute.
2: But this is the if you know the the story about uh I don't, I don't know do you know that story about tom moore and the um the colts and when they they go to watch i think it was uh, gruden and they go up to indianapolis to watch the colts and um they're practicing it's they're in the lead up to the game so the the guy the commentary team are there a few days earlier and they notice that um only peyton manning is taking the reps um, and they asked Tom Moore, who was then the offensive coordinator, why is no one, why is Payton taking all the um, the first team uh, reps? Yeah. And Tom Moore famously said, uh, "If eighteen go, uh, goes down, we're we're screwed, and we don't practice screwed." Um, so, That's so yeah. ultimately, I mean, this is, I suppose, where. You know, it's an interesting debate. I think there. I think it will be with the number of QBs who are getting injured now. I think there is probably a debate we had around the league about having a competent backup who can come in um, and and play well. But the Bengals didn't do that. They decided to spend the money elsewhere, so that if you lose Joe Burrow and, and let, i i don't think he should be out there so i think you're playing with a shadow of who he is and, and then you're 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 goosed um now there are very few teams who and that's what makes the eagles win in the super bowl the year nick uh, nick falls came in all the more surreal there are yeah. very few teams who if you lost your starting qb um you would be you would be okay uh, to go on a real run um but it just shows, you know, how thin the margins are. Like you saw, it say last year with the middle right? With the went down, and that was an enormous injury. Now they seem to have really, you know, prep um for that sort of thing happening this year right there the the front has been incredible without Vaughn. and i think you'll see them ease Vaughn back in over the coming weeks i think they're going to use them for a playoff run but ultimately when you lose a guy like that it is enormously difficult um particularly at qb because it is such a unique position um but for the bengals it's a nightmare right because everything was geared towards a run this year all the yep. money is there I, like they've now got to figure out a way to pay to pay jamar chase t higgins they're probably they're not going to be able to keep them all there no. um so yeah it's it's an abject nightmare like it really is
0: did uh, they had joe mixon and all out at this court qb for the last couple of weeks or two because <laughs> they had literally had nobody to replace him i'd love to <laughs> see that. Play, there was not nobody there it. <laughs> It wasn't good, but uh, we'll move It'd on. We'll move very, on to...
1: very rushing shit plays of
3: Mixon got the ball at QB.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I think it would have been good. It would have been nice to see. It would have been fun to see. All but I'm we'll saying is, be... is,
3: Derek Henry threw a touchdown pass this weekend, so
0: possible. Just... <laughs> Derek Henry? Derek Henry? You love Derek Henry. First first person you re- recruit on your flippin' fantasy every year. Not true. Hey, Derek Not Henry. Not true. <laughs> anyway. He likes Tom, I want to get your thoughts on the Lions before before you, you go to do your own show. Um, yes. Are they, are they the real deal? Him, absolutely legit. That guy, if I could have him as a coach. Oh, he's so good. He is just, I just love everything he does. Are they the real deal? Are they potential contenders for the Super Bowl
2: this year? I, I i think they're the real deal i I think it will be difficult when they get to the the playoffs if they run into a full strength eagles or 49ers um team but i do think that they uh will win their division and i think dan campbell has completely altered the mindset of that franchise um i I think they have like i think the complement the coaching staff works really well again that's not always something that we look at like Sean Payton comes in to the Broncos and he brings in Vance Joseph and that made no sense um, right he's not hasn't really worked with Vance Joseph before they don't compliment each other Dan mm. Campbell um, and um, you know Brian Johnson really complement each other they, they're they in sync um, they have uh, uh, you know similar philosophies of the game different approaches I mean you see them interviewed they're very different guys but they complement each other quite well um, I think that O-line is fantastic I think the running game I think the way in which they co- they game plan really well they look at, to find ways to to attack your weaknesses for every opponent um, and I, I think the defense they have done a good job shoring it up uh, I know some Lions fans uh, Gary Murphy uh, in uh, DCU has been uh, a Lions fan for 40 years um, I used to refer to Detroit as a factory of sadness uh, because it, that's the, the way it was and now it's become the house of fun uh, they yeah. are brilliant brilliant to watch they are the the great entertainers of the league um and i i don't like depends i suppose you know ultimately where they finish in the in the nfc um but i don't think anyone would fancy having to go into detroit um But I would probably put them just, i put them below the Niners and the Eagles in terms of, um, you know, because both of those teams have absolute superstars and the experience. Yeah. But again, it's a long season. There, Guys, we're in week four. There there are so many twists and turns to go, but I think the Lions are for real.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird that just one year ago, we were all laughing at Dan Campbell and his going, if somebody friggin' gets knocked down, we're gonna bite their knees, we're gonna bite their knees off and all. He was being laughed at for all these words, and now he's being idolized for all was, Everybody wants to hear a new Dan Campbellism. <laughs> if if yeah. that's a
2: word. <laughs> Have I you? Know <laughs> It, it, do, it does because he's authentic like again I think yeah. sometimes we we read so much into the press conferences right um, Sirianni had a really bad opening press conference uh, with the, the Eagles and Dan Campbell was kind of people were laughing at it and his Starbucks order if you haven't heard his Starbucks order um, it is absolutely insane yeah. um, the amount of caffeine he takes on but he is authentic with players and he, he is say the antithesis of Josh McDaniels Right. Josh McDaniels went to the podium the other day and he threw his young QB absolutely under the bus. Right, The guy's starting his first NFL game, and Josh McDaniel goes out after the game, and it hasn't put him in in a good position, and he puts it all on the QB. You do not see Dan Campbell do that. Do you see him get annoyed with with his, with his players? Yes, um, but do you see him like throw them under the bus? He will. Like last year, he time he talked at times that Goff needed to get better, but he always caught like put beside it but i need to get better too i need to put jared in better situations so players see him holding himself accountable and that makes all the difference i I think guys they want to be authentic sometimes take a step back and think about if you went into to work tomorrow and your boss like absolutely threw you under the bus at a a team meeting would you have any respect for them would you want to continue to work for them that's the way a lot of these these players are and that's um that's where they're coming from. But yes, to to end uh, my segment on the show, it's been great to, to chat to you. The Lions are for real.
0: Yes, brilliant. Colin, thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure, sir. And uh, for anybody that is watching right now, um, once we're over, just switch on over to the Irish NFL show and you'll see Colin talking from <laughs> NFL on that show. Cheers All right, there. sir. All right, thanks, thanks, very much. thanks for coming on, Colin. Right. There we go. Eh? He's lovely, me, man. <laughs> so we
3: addressed them once again his knowledge is... yeah, no
0: he has so much knowledge like yeah. you, you literally feel like you know nothing when you're talking to the column about when yeah. when we're Not talking as about bad him. as
3: it was when germ was on germ yeah. was, yeah. Was, yeah. was exceptional but yeah, yeah. No, no we he definitely we
0: got, was good here from, do anyway. we got this here from jac should I trade Rashad white and Thielen for Sutton and mostard uh
1: last week I mean, I yes
0: yeah 100%. I would do. It. I would take, I would yeah absolutely. It. <laughs> Yeah, Um, so yeah, the only thing we didn't really get talking about is the Bills destroying Miami. You know, so we can talk about that. Yeah,
1: I mean, Um, second week in a row that the Dolphins have been part of like the highest scoring game. Yeah. uh, They're on on the the other end of it right now, but
0: I mean, (laughs) just on the opposite sides. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, they uh, they got to the QB quite a bit from what I've
3: seen as well, so. Hmm? the QB so Tua didn't get as much time to, to get the passes off you know that he, he was getting rushed a lot he got sacked a, a couple of times I don't know the exact number but if you get to the QB um, especially on a passing offence um, what's happening Dean thanks for coming to watch <laughs> just pop up what's happening buddy um, yeah no if, if you get to the QB um, don't give me the time to make or to obviously do that offence that they have um, four sacks be... Rob sorry
1: sacked four times
3: like four times that's
0: still a lot now, in the nfl oh, on, so this not as many as 11 week. but yeah <laughs> now the reason dean you <laughs> the reason we probably it was probably great that column was able to talk about all these games is because we were at a uh, thing on sunday and we didn't really get to see any games so we had a rookie night uh beer pong night and we had a lot of beers and because marcus was a, was organizing the event and I was helping Mark Super organize exciting. the event. Uh, Rob was drinking, so he probably got to see ring, whatever he was doing. I, didn't I got to see about. quite a bit, to be fair. Um, yeah. well. So we'll just let you talk about it while we bring up stuff.
3: I'll, I'll do my best, mate. What, what would you like to bring up next? I, I think we start um, with the Jags and Dolphin.
1: Falcons game. No, no, we, we work up to that. We've got by that. And so, Jag, Rob, Jags and Falcons.
0: Yeah that's what a i'm gonna say day. what did you like about what tell us how what you're, you love most about the toy story oh i
3: forgot about the toy story thing <laughs> uh, as mark said okay it's fantastic for you know getting younger people into it you said yourself mark it it, it got your daughters a little bit interested in it um yeah. but myself personally me me and mark had a watch of it for about 10 minutes and yeah, uh, yeah, about
1: ten minutes.
3: It it wasn't the best. It was you know it, it yeah, was like, it, the ball got through, it got caught, and then you just sort of it ended and you were like, What's going on? Like, did someone get tackled? Is it has it messed up? And so on and so forth. But same as anything, you know, it, it's never gonna be perfect on its first time running. I, I, so. I think
1: my uh, expectations of it were very high going into the game. Yeah. Mainly because I, I mean, I purely thought I was gonna see a Toy Story character absolutely end someone, yeah. and they sort of just like phased together as they fought or out. hoped. Well, both. Um, <laughs> but we just didn't get to see that. And as you say, Robert, it's, it's the first time they've ever done something like that, so there was there was gonna be a yeah. few hiccups.
0: Things um, can only really get better. Yeah, you got. We
3: also. Uh, Need to remember that it's not aimed towards adults; it's aimed towards children and getting them interested yes. in the sport of football. So, but first yeah.
1: ever game in Andy's room went well.
3: Yeah, it was. And do you know what? The crowd was amazing.
1: Fantastic.
0: Was that because it was witty and and All?
1: <laughs> um, I think Slinky was a little bit biased.
3: <laughs>
0: Slinky is a down With marker. You didn't see any of this thing,
3: did you?
0: I didn't see nothing.
3: No, they had Slinky the dog as the down marker. So the. What no, about a a chain crew yeah. Did you see you the saying? halftime show? I didn't see it, the halftime show. Kaboom!
0: did <laughs> you see this? Because I watched it, mate. Where, 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 where was I?
1: You were supervising.
3: <laughs> Whilst drinking beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: anyway. No, I literally, uh, we finished training, went home, showered, gathered up all my shit. Went to get numb nuts he was watching andy so i went back to leave off shit that i didn't need and then <laughs> get more shit that i forgot
1: uh, excuse me and
0: then um then we went went and got numb nuts again and then went to sort out the rookie nick yeah which went very well by the way if anyone was ever wondering um
1: <laughs> i did actually write yeah. down a few stats about the game as
0: well Mate. I, what one oh, andy's, room huh? andy's room stats
1: well, not so much Annie's room stats, more of the game stats.
0: Yeah, so um, let's just let's just point out that uh, the game that was in Annie's room was actually in London. So it, was, <laughs> it was actually in the UK. So our, and
3: our guy Jason Bell was there commentating on it. Our him. guy
0: Jason Bell was well, there commentating our best mate um, as well. Shout out J-Bell. What up, J-Bell? How you doing, sir? Um, yeah. So, game in London went well. Jags, home team. Because they are the the London team, so to speak, and yeah, they won. Literally.
1: Well, personally, I think Bijan Robinson won. Did you yeah. see the stats on his game? He, he got near fifty percent of the whole total yards for the game.
0: That's because he's fucking awesome. I really wanted him <laughs> in my fantasy team. There's no way I'll trade him. I could well, offer. There's only one person really that
3: can good. trade him for, you mate. So. Who is it? The Bagwars. Matty Boyd has him.
0: Oh, he beat me last, yesterday.
3: Yeah, he's not it yeah. Here, I'm actually so pissed off at the result for fantasy this week. I'm 0-4 now, guys. I'm not happy about it. I was on the way to win, and the Cowboys got more points from defence than Patrick Mahomes did.
0: Well, I, not I did offer you a dream uh, for Patrick Mahomes. You could have got rid of Patrick Mahomes, and you didn't.
3: I'm not getting rid of Patrick Mahomes for what you sent me.
0: Jared Goff? No, Daniel Jones.
3: And then you also want the Derrick Henry for, what, a shit running back at the... Mark Packers Jones and Kareem Hunt? Receiver. Yeah, I don't want them. Rob, I
1: think you're going to struggle to get uh, any sympathy from us, because it's actually the first week that we've all lost. So, oh, yeah. you lost
0: too. I lost, I lost, I lost. Well, I'm I'm three and one now.
1: I'm two and so. two. Rob, what are you?
3: No comment. I've already said it. I'm not saying anything oh, it, right, it's right. You're, you're, You've one lost all four,
1: only three teams currently
3: own four that's there's the three one. teams not are going for so see what you're saying is i'm not the worst who's the other two no i
1: meant actually in, in like
3: the nfl no, no i'm wrong i am the worst i'm the only one that's going for fuck i
1: was just you into <laughs> i, don't,
0: I, teams, I might get a good waiver fucking position this week no you won't no you're still number one mate I know, but because I didn't win this week, and my waiver make no, down, no, you'll still be last. Nah, no,
3: it's your number one. You're the, you're you're always gonna be the last in the waiver list. what I'm a rub. Yeah, no, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna stop. i stop there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm number one.
0: Somebody's right, dropped
3: man. Dak as well in our league.
0: Who? Dak. Yeah, somebody dropped Dak for Justin Fields because some idiot got rid of Justin Fields.
3: Surely Dak's better than Justin Fields, though. This point. I know no, he's not so a we, running QB like, but actually He's throwing a lot that. of shade
1: my way, mate. Like, see, you know what? I can't wait. See next year when we're doing the podcast and I have a nice new Funko Pop Iron Man behind me. I'm, and you know, I'm gonna be so smug. <laughs> Do
0: you honestly think you're gonna beat me now, mate?
1: One hundred percent, mate. You're on the downfall now.
0: Oh, you think so? One hundred
1: percent. You know, mate. all my players are
0: back. Game. Like, wait, there. I just pick up that but that card you know up? what? I might pick
3: him up just a second.
0: You, you prick.
1: I'm, I'm mm. that confident, mate, that you're losing this week. That if I'm wrong, I'll shave my head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. You'll shave your head. You should grow your hair.
3: Who are you playing this week, Mark Attack? I'm I, I haven't even
1: looked at it.
0: Hey, Curtis. Rick. Well, let's do. Who am I playing? Let's do. playing thing.
3: Mark Attack, but he does have two playing against the Giants, so. I might give a good few points, like.
0: Wait, Let's do. Want to talk
1: Jets though? We haven't actually talked Jets yet.
3: Not even a little bit, mate. No.
1: I'm
3: jets
0: just beat by the Chiefs. Have you
1: twenty-three
0: seen his scandals, though? What's a scandal? Oh one? yeah, no. Yeah, but, but,
1: people calling saying the NFL is uh, scripted because Pat Mahomes took the knee at yeah. uh, twenty-three and twenty, and that they think uh, they're just doing it so that the Chiefs win. Right, so because, that, of uh, because of Taylor Swift, so that they retain all of her millions of viewers, mm.
3: they want to
1: see Taylor Swift's boyfriend succeed and all that shit.
3: I mean, let's be honest, that's a load of shit. Because before Taylor Swift, they still got two super t- or two Super Bowls. So yes, there was a few, yeah, you know, holding calls that should have been given. Yeah,
0: but they're letting them win now. It seems you don't see the holding on Johnson. He was held.
3: Crazy, wasn't
1: it?
0: how much was he held there like
1: me that, that was oh, shocking. completely and
0: um, it was unreal um, and then the and holding call
1: in the last four minutes how late he threw the flag yeah I mean there's a lot leading towards uh a, a wee bit of a script Saus, in that game
0: sauce Gardner even came out and says you know maybe if I was a Swiftie, they wouldn't have thrown through that flag yeah. <laughs> he says they didn't throw the ball anywhere near me the whole game and then they do and then they call that there like, maybe if I was a Swifty, they would uh, let me away with that. <laughs> but yeah, and Zach Wilson had his best game ever. Actually, I think it was like 23 points he got and everything in fantasy.
3: Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, no, Not I like anyone actually either. has him in yeah. his team. Cause he's a yeah. bit... You want to pick him up, Rob? No. <laughs> I got
0: Mahomes and Russell Wilson. I'm good. Okay. Right. Predictions, gentlemen. Because I want to go and watch uh, Equalizer.
3: So, That's
1: Commanders against
0: the, what?
1: Times your pleasure on
0: it. Don't think on for you. there. i was gonna try and hold you
1: back.
0: Commanders against the Bears. Mark, who've you got?
1: Going for the Commanders.
0: Commanders.
3: I am. Mean, you I want also, to pick the Bears, Mark? Or, yeah. Oh, not Mark. Me.
0: I think you've actually took the league this week, mate, too. Which is Me? weird. Yeah. But yeah, we'll there's the one and something. We'll add it up more. Uh, Curtis has also asked, could he see your jersey?
3: He, he's he's looking at it.
0: Fuck off. He says he's looking at it. do. Kurt- <laughs> uh, <coughs> he says it's very snug so he doesn't want to stand up. We have had this discussion before. He came
3: I'll uh Slim can keep his mouth shut for once, it will be great.
0: Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> next one bills against the jaguars bills bills baby let me see now i would actually maybe even try to go jags but i can't because um, i have to play sensible now because i'm actually not in the lead <laughs> um, so i'm going bills patriots against the saints
3: that one is a harder one. i'll
1: let you argue over it
0: Mm.
3: You just pop it out in the Because I'm trying to. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go Pats.
1: Of course you are. I have no idea what that was meant to mean.
0: Um, I'm going to go Saints because I think Derek Carr is back. Ah, won't uh,
3: make a difference.
0: I think so. Not at all.
1: See, so if you're wrong, you to shave your head.
0: Colts against Titans. 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 I'm gonna go
3: Colts. Getting a lot of comments this week. You just send it to all the friends. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> easy on that.
0: What up, easy? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Colts because I think Anthony Richardson's back too. So I think i will be good for them. Steelers against the Ravens. 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 Yeah. Same time there, Rob. Um, I am also this going to go isn't
1: scripted. Not like me
0: Yeah, I am actually gonna go Ravens too because I believe the Steelers um offensive coordinator is absolute dung. I knew also near sure that Kenny Pickett is out with a bruised bone. I think I read that today. Um
3: Is Deshaun Watson injured now as well? I gonna making that up
0: he said Steelers so they're definitely losing uh Lions against the Panthers Sean Watson, I think yeah. there was something about like that Lions yeah I have to go Lions myself guys sorry this is going to be a very boring one where we just all go to the same as it
3: <laughs> be an easy um, bet to put on then you're going to be raging when it comes up and you don't put it on yourself
0: um Falcons against the Texans Texans
1: Falcons and it hurts me to say
0: it. Is it because
3: of that bloody noise? Just just the fucking screech. <laughs> I'm going to
0: Texans. I'm gonna go Texans, I'm gonna go with Rob. Texans have been good the last couple of weeks, so yeah. yeah. Well yeah. Well that's the thing with the Falcons, you, you have Robinson. So that's really only what you've got at the minute left. Like, yeah. you know,
1: a whole lot of Robinson, you, know.
0: you know you've got Kyle Pitts, but sure. He's such a great <laughs> He might get a touchdown. He's had three touchdowns in his three years in the NFL.
3: One a year, it's solid. Almost as many
0: quarterbacks as
3: the Jets
1: had this season. Hmm. Nothing. I don't know why I'm throwing digs at the Jets. I love them.
0: I know. (laughs) Dolphins against the Giants. Dolphins.
1: Dolphins. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Do it.
3: Go on. Do it. Dolphins go
1: on. be controversial
0: no I can't oh I, I really wanted to there like I was oh I was so close to picking the Jazz but I just can't because I'm not the next even
3: one's sure. a bit interesting Cardinals with the Bengals that's an interesting Cardinals,
0: one Bengals no I am definitely 100% going to go to the Bengals are going to win this they cannot lose Do any game. they're too good to lose any more games
3: oh all right I'm gonna go Bengals too did they win it? Did they play this week, did they? Bengals, Bengals? Yeah, they got
1: beat. Who were they playing? Uh, Titans?
3: Not?
0: Titans.
1: That's the Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, they got like beat 27 3
0: they, by they? the Titans. See.
1: So, so uh, I'll do you pass? No, I will I'll go up so this time, I'll go Cardinals.
0: Ooh Cardinals?
1: You know, what, which it goes against what I've written down as well. I've got written down Bengals. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go Cardinals.
0: You will have a Bengals Rams jersey? Against I can fucking
1: Eagles. find it.
0: <laughs> Rams against the Eagles. one hundred
1: percent Rams. Ooh.
0: Well you've said it, we have to take your first
3: answer. Hi.
1: Oh, Jason Kelsey going against his own it team. It is one hundred percent the Eagles.
0: Yeah, I'm going against. I'm going to go Eagles too. This is very boring, this one, guys. I think it's because we're all in competition. Think kind of, of the of... viewers. This Broncos one, next up. one's interesting. Is it, though? Broncos Bron- against the Jets. Broncos. Mike Kerr.
3: td here two are going Jets then, yeah?
0: I'm going Jets, yeah, 100%. Let's go Jets. Let's go Jets, boy! Vikings against the Chiefs.
1: Jeez. it pains me because i love the vikings as well um chiefs
0: well boys
1: so, sorry sorry the the swifties. Roma swifties this is
0: where it gets controversial i want to go vikings i don't think what? vikings are a bad team at all they're not 100%. not at all. They're not. Chiefs have been the chiefs have been below part and i think they've only just won their games i don't think they're bar the obviously the birth game but i think i think that's they could vikings could just sneak it is Kirk Cousins not
3: on game. to have the highest passing season of all time it's, passing yards yeah. of all time
1: this week yeah. he did put a dent in it though um, uh, he, got, and he got, he got less than half his average for the
3: season
0: yeah oh wow another one that might be controversial Making a wee split here is forty is against
3: the I'm gonna have to go Niners. Niners.
0: Paula McFadden says hi. Hi, What's mom. Talking? See now I know who that is. <laughs> well,
1: did, did that give it away by the second
0: name or what was it? The McFadden definitely give it away. Like, he's oh, no, going, going. the Jets as well. Very easy kills a, a Jets fan. I am recruiting them as as much as I can.
3: Easy, so Easy yes, make yes, your own decisions. Don't let Neil choose for you. He regrets no. it. He regrets choosing the Jets himself. So. No,
0: don't. I don't <laughs> think there's anybody else I'd rather... Because I did actually go, I'm going to lead the Jets and pick pick another team, and I couldn't find a team that I liked as much. You
3: wanted to go to the Chargers because you loved the kit so much.
0: I love Her- Herbert, and I love the jerseys. Yeah. Like, if I wasn't going to be a Jets fan, I'd probably be a Chargers fan. Yeah, yeah, I was going
1: to say, there's definitely multiple teams that you love because I mean, you've been interested in the sport a lot longer than I have. I would say there's about four teams
0: that I would follow. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You see, you like the Bengals now, but the Bengals were shit when they had Andy Dalton and you know, all before Joe Burrow and shit. They weren't anything to go, oh God, the Bengals. Look at them. They were like a same way Rob Sports Seahawks. They won a Super Bowl when he started liking football. Well,
3: none of the oh, I've been over like with this for you so many times.
0: <laughs> that's not the case. You're a glory hunter. <laughs> do you know
3: what I mean? Liverpool
0: fans, man. Mark, at least you frigging pick the team based on just friendship
3: Um, excuse you he was a Ravens fan until he started talking to you and I told him name one player from the Ravens there's no place don't know (laughs)
0: Lamar Jackson OBJ
3: he knows probably now but yeah (laughs) anyway one last game there's
0: John Taggart he's tired John Taggart should be in Spain yeah Tiger, get the spain um right so 49ers against the cowboys who'd we all go for there 49ers niners no oh, i see he... no oh. no i'm going cowboys cowboys usually beat the 49ers during regular season and then get beat by them in the uh playoffs
3: Aye, but they don't always have my though my man the baller 14 games in a row we scored touchdown now
0: 14 games what, what in a row your eyes? what's wrong with your eyes what happened are you I'm tired me? i'm just knackered yeah, i can't <laughs> wait well, are you <laughs> working this man to the freaking bone this boy is tired look at the wrinkles on the his eyes holy crap The bit unnecessary on it yeah i'm going to cowboys by the way um, ah, we heard. raiders against the packers raiders wow that was very yeah i very didn't weird. expect that from you yeah i'm going packers I'm also going Packers.
3: Boom. That's one point for me this week. Thanks guys.
0: no nah, Raiders are shade. Josh McDonald, shite fucking Jimmy G is out still with concussion, I'm near sure. And like Colin just says, your man, Josh McDaniel, threw him under the bus, the 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 new guy. The new guy. So, yeah. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to talk about before we call it a night, guys? No, I am all good, mate. Yeah.
3: Nope. sure you want to ask a, a question
0: mark out of the blue no you went full Danny DeVito with that
3: okay okay be
1: honest Rob <laughs> Not Danny yeah. DeVito. what size is that top uh
3: it's a extra medium Love it. Love
0: it. <laughs> extra right. medium yes yes well here guys thank you very much for joining us uh this was the the NFL show episode where we had um Colin Cronin on um for his show um, if you just want go and watch him again or you could watch us again that'd be cool and um, we watch them on the Irish nfl show on youtube and um, they should be live but yes we'll see you next week where we have probably somebody else on we'll, we'll let you know who it is and we should have really some big next news. Week, to find out. we could have some big news coming this week as well so stay tuned goodbye well, bye bye dean bye dean Bye, friends. Bye, Bye, guys. Dean, John,
3: Easy, and Paul, Andy Paula. Ooh, I was close. <laughs> Paula McFadden. You were afraid to say Howard? I thought I was just say Paula, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>